You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz finally hanging out with you again here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 215-592-9494 is how you get in and react to a, a series win out in San Diego. A good bounce back after what happened out in Milwaukee over the weekend. And overall, a, a 500 road trip, which... I know it's like you're kind of lowering expectations, but these were tricky. I mean, the Brewers were playing really good baseball uh, heading into that series. They blew the game Friday night, which was atrocious. Saturday, you know, just <laughs> didn't have it. Uh, were able to steal a game in Milwaukee on Sunday. And then they go to San Diego, and, and listen, the Padres are not great this year. I mean, they, they've been one of the more disappointing teams in baseball. But you look at that lineup, and you know that uh, they could turn it on at any point. And they still have pretty good crowds this week. I mean, today was bad, but the first two games, I'm pretty sure they're 40-plus thousand each. So, um, you know, a tough environment. Obviously, they still have last year's. And I'll see yes on their mind. It's not exactly two cupcake road series, even though given the Padres' record, you would think it was. Um, so overall, a 500 road trip, I just take that. I take that at this point. Like when 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 you're at this point of the season where um, you, you just got to <laughs> just cross the finish line, don't collapse. Just be, you don't have to go in super hot. Whatever. Just just don't make make us totally freak out. I'll take a 500 road trip before coming back home um, to face the Marlins and and whoever else. So um, I, I'm happy with it. They take two or three, um, and, and a lot of a lot of good stuff to get into uh, from today. Let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. And my biggest takeaway is, you know, it feels like they they are a strong bounce back team. And, and it's been something that has kind of been their calling card the last couple of years. I mean, even if you want to just talk about this road trip, Saturday or I mean, Saturday they go out, just ugly, ugly game. Um, you know, they, they don't really show up off, the, off of a disappointing loss the night before. And they salvaged the last game of the series. Last night was really a, one of the few times 
where I mean, even in even in the game on Saturday against the Brewers, like it was close for a minute. Um, you know, they they did have a lead in that game. I mean, last night they just showed up and 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 didn't look like they're kind of going through the motions out there. Maybe it was Trey Turner leaving that kind of threw their mojo off. Maybe they they took game one and they were like, yeah, we already you know we're we're fine for right now. Um, but yesterday was one of the few times where they didn't show up. And they got pretty much boat raced by this Padres team. But what you continue to see from them is they do have pretty impressive resolve. They're not going to win every game after they lose, but they've done a good job of not letting two losses turn into four or five, which at the beginning of the year, it was like they'd win two in a row and then they'd lose five. They'd, they, they would go on like these four or five game losing streaks that just kill you. Um, they've done a much better job of that. And, and part of the reason why I think they do a better job of that is their leadoff hitter. And I, I, I can't believe that we still have to have this argument. It, it's like can we maybe get out of the 1990s mindset of like you need a speed guy as your leadoff hitter? Kyle Schwarber's the leadoff hitter, and he's really good at it. Like, can we just can we just knock this whole thing out? Like, he's a really good leadoff hitter. Um, he was on base a ton again today. I mean, game one of the series, he's on he was on base five times, and the most important part of Kyle Schwarber the leadoff spot is obviously when he leads off games with kind of statements. And he's had these statements over his first two years in a Phillies uniform. By the way, in his first two years, he's going to – he might approach 100 home runs. Um, pretty good. But, um, you know, like a statement, come out, we get blown out the night before, bang, there's a home run, one nothing. Unfortunately, they, they completely wasted uh, a bases loaded, no out situation in the first, which is just annoying. Uh, but it's, it's something that they've just not really been great at all year. But either way, um, uh, Kyle Schwarber being able to lead the game off like that and just kind of give a little exhale to that clubhouse. It's happened a good amount in the last two years. Obviously, the, the game down in Houston uh, to 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 where they clinched the game in Washington when they lose the first game of that series, or first game of that doubleheader. He comes out, hits a home run in game two, and, and everything ends up being fine. He, he is a, a tone setter for them. And that's part of being a leadoff hitter. Jimmy Rollins was a tone setter for the 07 to 11 Phillies. I know Kyle Schwarber's not the same kind of player. He is a tone setter for this team. He is the alpha of this team. Like, he is their leadoff hitter. They win a ton with him in the leadoff spot. Is it all because he's in the leadoff spot? No. But, like, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around they're like 23 games over 500 with him in the leadoff spot and people want him out of there all the time even though all they do is win and they have the best offense in baseball in August so I just you know hopefully we can continue to evolve as baseball fans and understand what this guy does is important and it's not all about (laughs) being fast and whatever it's about impact and he does it with the home run ball, he does it by being one of the ducks in the pond. I mean, he scored today on a hit. It's not the all he does is hit solo home runs. He's a valuable offensive piece, and you're continuing to see more of that. Um, Bryce Harper, and and this is my play of the game, which is brought to you by Mike's Amazing. 
the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. Good to see Bryce. You know, Chuck Amalnari officially off the uh, the hot seat for a little bit. Comes up big. You know, the, the, obviously Schwarber leads off with the home run. Then they get bases loaded, no outs. They don't score. Uh, they, they wasted another opportunity in the, in the second. Thank God Bryce Harper came through. It was a two outs. Like, again, two out RBIs are, are, are killer for an opposing team. Bryce Harper comes up, big hit uh, to, to give the Phillies a little bit of breathing room. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch to Harper. Swing and a drive, right center field. That'll be down there for a base hit. It's going all the way to the wall. In to score is Sosa. Schwarber being waved around third. He's coming home. There'll be no relay to the plate. It's a two-run double for Harper, who snaps an 0 for 20 with that swing, and it's 3-0 Phillies. Much needed. I mean, just a much, much, much needed hit there by Bryce Harper. Uh, obviously, over 20 heading into the game. Breaks that streak there. Gives Zach Wheeler a little bit of breathing room and uh, you know they kind of just do their job from that point on but Bryce kind of getting out of that hopefully you know can come home and get back to what he was doing before he went on the road trip would be just a big big lift for this team but either way it was good to see him get that one out of the way today and and, and keep this thing rolling uh, I think Road JT might be the best player in baseball <laughs> I mean another home run today believe still batting over 300 with a 980 plus OPS on the road it's it's ridiculous because at home again he's uh, I think batting 200 at this point or 201 with like a 650 OPS. Maybe it might even be, it might be even be six. Like that's where I was JT at home, but on the road continues to get the job done. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I know Rob Thompson jokes around that. Well, he's got the, the, the four kids at home. I don't know, but this guy on the road is, is a difference maker. So um, it, it's good to see him kind of continue that. And the, hey, listen, they're a team of bits and, Road JT is a is a good bit, and and the final you know initial takeaway here is you know it's so interesting where we're at with Trey because like before August fourth, it'd be like yeah, oh my gosh, thank God Trey's out of the lineup for for a couple games here. I just don't want to watch him anymore. Like that's how that's how frustrating it got with Trey Turner in this lineup. I'm, I am just glad that they survived the, the Trey Eternals games because obviously having Castellanos in the two-hole last night was just dreadful. Again, he saw he saw five pitches in the game, and he grounded into three double plays. I mean, that has to be a record. That I, I, I don't have the, uh, you know, the Elias Sports Bureau in front of me. That has to be a record. So, you know, they go one-on-one in the trade games. Hopefully he's back Friday. We haven't seen any announcement about the about his um, kid being born. Um, but hopefully he's back Friday and get back in the game. Because I don't want him – I just don't want him away from that for that long, given how hot he was. I don't want him to kind of cool off here. Um, so I, I'm glad to see they went one-on-one in the, in the, in the trade list games. And it's, it's just – it's fun that, like, like a month and a half ago, it would have been a godsend that he wasn't in the lineup, and and now it's like, man, thank God they survived the two games without Trey. So it's it's been a impressive, impressive turnaround here for Trey Turner. That's the biggest take with the game, which is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury firm. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Um, my other big takeaway from the game today. And it's an important one. Is that Wheeler just continues to look dominant? Just looks dominant. And um, I know we allowed three runs against the Brewers over the weekend. It was on one swing, and everything else was pretty dominant. Um, he's starting to strike out a ton of guys. Like his fastball, because it, it, it's so interesting watching Wheeler because his off speed. They're pretty much all just show me pitches. Like he's never really had a plus off speed pitch. It just like they work, and he gets strikeouts on them because he throws so hard that. 
they're, they're going to chase those pitches. Um, but his fastball, again, I don't know what it, I mean. It has to grade out is pretty ridiculous, but it has to be one of the one of the best fastballs in the sport. I mean, sixteen whiffs on his fastball today. It's 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 ridiculous. So um, he's had a a really strong about last four or five starts. I know he that national start was was ugly. Um, you know, it, it, they had actually two straights. So he had the, he had the, the national start in the day game where they just kind of jumped on him and were all over him. He had Sunday night baseball where he allowed four runs in the first, but then was dominant after that. Really, since that first inning up in Williamsport, he has just looked incredibly locked in. And, like, when you start believing and and, and, and – trying to figure out how deep this team can go in the postseason. It's not happening unless Zach Wheeler is Zach Wheeler. So he is looking more and more like the ace we thought he you know, is. And when you head into these playoff series against these other teams, whether it's the Cubs, Giants, uh, if you get past those guys and you get to the, the Braves or Dodgers, I mean, the fact that they'll have the best starter in those in those series besides like maybe Corbin Burns I like I would have Wheeler ahead of Strider um it's it's a really big advantage and the fact that we we can begin to erase the early season doubts we had with Zach Wheeler is big now if his counterpart Aaron Ola could could join the party that'd be great um but I don't know Saturday was just so uh debilitating from that standpoint but Zach Wheeler continues to look absolutely dominant for the Phils and that's an important thing to uh to to mention here 215-592-9494 is how you get in on the other side we'll get to all of your phone calls but also a good sign out of the bullpen that is starting to um you know get back to his old self we'll get to that in more of your reaction coming up next it's Jack Fritz here on the final out Here's the 2-1. And a swing and a drive. High and deep center field. Forget about it. Grisham gives up. He won't even watch. Way up off the batter's eye in dead center field. Kyle Schwarber with his 41st home run of the season and another leadoff shot for Schwarber. It is one that I think Phillies. Yeah, it sure was. Absolute shot. And, and again, just one of those kind of tone setting. Kyle Schwarber. Uh, they lose badly the night before. Bang, here comes out the big man. And uh, he, he gives him a quick one nothing lead. And again, just an absolute tank shot. So 41 on the year. There's like 23 games left. Does he get to 50? Does, does he get to 50? Uh, I mean, listen, he, he can heat up in a hurry. So uh, that would certainly be a, a, a spectacle. But, you know, 46 is officially on the hot seat. Welcome on back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Reacting to the Phils, taking two or three out in San Diego. Um, and, you know, just continuing, you know, ever since that's what's in. <laughs> kind of taking it to uh, the San Diego Padres, which is a good time. Let's get to the phones here and talk to Brian and Churchville. What's happening, Brian? Hey, what's happening, Jack? What's going on, man? Not too much. Oh, crap. Sorry. I turned my TV off here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, what do you got? So, uh, um, yeah, so the uh, – yeah, what, what, what a great win tonight. And, and I'll, I'll admit, I've been not as bad as some people about the the Schwarber deal. Um you know, bat and lead off, obviously, but uh, yeah, I, I, well, it's I a come shock around, to the I, system. I mean, it's I, I and I understand for people that have watched it for a while, it's probably like, what are we doing here? Um, but I mean, like, listen, they, they they just win a lot with him there, and 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 you can't deny what he does with the home run and and the presence he has at the top of the lineup and the protection he gives the bottom of the lineup. Like, there's there's a lot of positives. 
And, and no, you're you're hundred percent right. It, it, you know, it's a very unique situation, and it goes against kind of history. But yeah, it's clear that like that's that's how they need to to keep it without a, without a doubt, without a doubt. And then um, the other thing I wanted to mention too was, uh, it, look, he struggled early in the season. But Zach Wheeler has been a flat out stud since he's come here. Totally. I mean, there's just, there, there, I mean, I mean, he's just awesome. I mean, he's, he's he seems like he's you know rounded in the form, you know, just at the right time. Like you said, his fastball is just popping, and I mean, that's that's 16 whiffs on the fast. Well, that's unbelievable. <laughs> well, yeah, and and it's so because when when he was throwing like 94, 95 at the beginning of the season, I was like, he's going to be stuck at that spot. Um, but recently, I mean, he is getting it back up. Like I don't think I don't think the ninety nine to one hundred Zach Wheeler is coming back, but the fact that he's able to still Agreed. live ninety six ninety seven and get that many swing and miss and it be that devastating of a pitch, I mean, it just shows you how ridiculous that pitch is. No, I, and I I totally agree. It, it shows you what a great pitcher he really is. And it's funny, I, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I go back. I you know, I've watched Steve Carlton, and he's the best pitcher, you know, Phillies pitcher I've seen. But so, Wheeler's top top five for me without without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been awesome since he's been here. Yeah, I mean, what it's it's Carlton, Schilling, Halliday, yeah. Lee, and then it's like uh, Hamill slash Wheeler. See, uh, Hamill's. See, I go I go Zach slightly over Cliff Lee, and it's close. It's close. Yeah. I go Lee number six, but yeah, I I, I do Carlton, Schilling, Hamill's, Halliday, and then Zach. I mean, you know, you can argue it, but yeah. I mean, I, I think he's been that good. Totally, and I appreciate the call, Brian. And um, he is my player of the game, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch to SouthJerseyGas.com/slash Love My Home. And and Brian brings up obviously a really good point there, and it's been something I've been thinking about for a little bit here. Like Zach Wheeler is is definitely is definitely underrated. I think by a lot of people because it just kind of shows up and is good, and he's always just showing up and been good as a Philly. But it, it's interesting they it doesn't it, it, he doesn't feel like he's on the he's not on the holiday level. That's that's not there. Um, but his numbers are close, and and his numbers are close only because of the last like two years of holiday. Like the first two years of holiday are <laughs> are insane. Um, but like. He is in that class with with Halliday and Cliff Lee, um, where it's like we have another ace and we have one of these guys, and it just cause I feel like if Zach Wheeler's on the ten eleven team, we'd be like, wow, this is pretty ridiculous how good Zach Wheeler is. It does feel like he is he is a bit a, been a bit under the radar here, um, and he is just again. Matt Clentock gets a lot of crap here. Um, but the fact that he felt comfortable enough to give the guy $115 million, I mean, it is a – it's one of the all-time heists of a contract in this city's history. I mean, that's how good Zach Wheeler has been. I mean, there was some concern at the beginning of this year. He had pitched the most innings he's ever done last year. He pitched deep into the World Series. He had dead arm in that playoff run, which doesn't ever get brought up. And then, obviously, we know what happened in Game 6 where he was just ridiculous and Rob Thompson pulled him. Um, He got off to a slow start at the beginning of this year. The way he's pitching right now as they barrel towards the playoffs, they have their ace back. It's as simple as that, and and he's been an underrated Philly here for how dominant he has really been. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Um, so there's a good sign out of the bullpen, and while I admit eye test doesn't totally back it up, 
eye test does not, you know, say this guy has been, I think, as dominant as this, but numbers are numbers, and, and you know, they don't lie. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez has only allowed one run in his last 14 appearances. So even though it hasn't been dominant and it hasn't been, like, coming in and, and striking the other side and, and looking as dominant as Sir Anthony can look, the fact of the matter is only one run in his last 14 appearances, and – when you get him going, hopefully, and Alvarado, I think, is more back than not, you look at last year's bullpen that was able to go as far as they did, it was just riding those two. I mean, David Robertson existed, but it wasn't, like, easy. Um, and then it was just – there really wasn't much – like, you, like Brogdon pitched and Bilotti was in games, and uh, they had to bring – I mean, they had to bring Ranger out of the bullpen. So it wasn't like last year was some kind of a cakewalk with the bullpen. This year, heading into the postseason, if they get Sir Anthony and, and Alvarado back and firing on all cylinders um, – then you can bring in Hoffman. Like, Hoffman's pitching his way into more high-leverage spots. Wasn't great tonight, but got out of it. Um, Strom continues to look pretty good. Um, Soto is just a high-wire act. You have no idea what you're going to get. And then, and then obviously Craig Kimbrell, um, who if they can just if they can just get him some rest, it would just it, not. And they don't need to phantom IL him, but if they can just ride a Sir Anthony Alvarado thing here who have more fresh arms and give some of the guys who, who helped carry this bullpen while they were down a bit of a breather here, it would just go a really, really long way. And one thing that Rob Thompson did last night that I thought was smart and ultimately, yeah, cost him the game, but um, just letting Lorenzen kind of get through six, whatever, who cares, and then just letting Covey – you know, pitch out the last two innings and not use anyone else. Sure, you're 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 waving the white flag, and I know people can get offended by that, but it's sound managing, and and it's set up for today when you had those guys ready to go with a full off day, with a day off tomorrow, um, and and stuff like that. So good to see Sir Anthony, uh, eleven pitches out of the eighth, and again one earned run in his last fourteen appearances. So hopefully trending in the right direction with Sir Anthony and Alvarado. I, I think the 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 arrow is pointing up on those two. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Jack Fritz hanging out with you here on the final out on the other side. We will look ahead to Friday night uh, against the Marlins coming into the town before handing things off to Rob Ellis, who will take you through the rest of the night. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. And get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and much, much more. Back tomorrow night. The NFL cannot wait uh, to, to celebrate it all on the FanDuel app. So visit FanDuel.com slash Fritz and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Low, swung on and driven high and deep center field. Back at the track is Grisham. He's out of room. It's gone. And JT Realmuto has homered again. It's his 18th home run of the season, his third in his last four games started. And the Phillies now lead it four to nothing. Road JT, what a player. Again, average over 300 on the road. OPS approaching 1,000 on the road. And at home, it's in the low. <laughs> low 600s it's just it's i mean again this team is full of insane bits you know they usually have the start outside of zach wheeler they're 
their starters do the same thing where they allow three runs in the first three innings and then they're in the sixth or seventh inning and it's mostly fine. Uh, everyone freaks out, whatever. Uh, they also have a good bit going where they allow a huge home run or they, they, they hit a huge home run late, a, a game-shifting kind of home run, and then they blow it, which is a, a crushing bit they have going on. And then the JT ro- home road splits is an unbelievable bit. I mean, he's like – he's a – he is – by far <laughs> the best catcher in baseball uh, on the road. And then at home, he's below replacement level. Um, so hopefully during this little bit of a, a home stretch, he can, he can cook back up. But man, uh, him on the road is, is certainly a different player. Maybe Stubbsy at home and JT on the road. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Uh final out is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looked so good. Let's get in Joey in Pennsville. What's happening, Joey? Jack, finally nice to talk to you, brother. I'm a big fan of top five five, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you. Welcome to and, the show. Well, thank you. And Fritz at six as well. Uh, what about when Howard's there? Do you still like it? Oh, I love when you're riding with the king, man. I love when you two go back and forth. <laughs> That's good. I appreciate it. I'm just, I'm just busting stones. What do you got? I know. I know. Hey, uh, Jack, I still think they leave too many men on base. I'm yeah. old school in two reasons. One, first of all, I was. I know what a Schwarber guy you are, and I wasn't as a leadoff. Because I was old school. I figured the guy's got to walk. The guy's got to have speed. But you know what? You convinced me, and Schwarber, Kyle has convinced me to go otherwise. Yeah, just, and, and listen, I, I, in a perfect world, would I like a guy to hit for hit home runs from the leadoff spot, get on base, and, and, and steal bases? Sure, like I understand that. But like for this team, for what he does, I, I think people get too caught up in the batting average, get a little too caught up with, like, does he move runners over? Does he go first and third? Yeah, like, sure. But when they're as good as they are with him there, I just don't know why it's still such a point of contention for people. Uh, you changed my mind. And, and like I said, Schwarber changed my, my other thing is, again, uh, my father, you know, who got me into baseball big yeah. time with this, you know, and I grew up with, you know, in the 70s, Jack. I'm a little older than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the, a man on third with less than two outs and you don't score him, that would send my father into what you would call a conniption. Me too. Me too. There's, there's no, I don't think there's a worse feeling in sports than leaving runners on base with less than – or leaving runners in scoring position with less than two outs. Absolutely, sir. And that was my point tonight. And I appreciate you taking my call, Jack. And I hope to get to talk to you uh, on your other show. For sure. Thanks for the call, Joey. I appreciate it. And, and yeah, that's, it's been the thing that's kind of hurt them all years, this runners in scoring position thing. But I will say – I mean, since August – August 1st, so you know, a little over a month. I mean, the, what they've done offensively has been impressive. I mean, last night was more of a blip in the radar than um, a massive cause for concern. So, uh, you know, no, no runs last night, but they get right back on the horse and, and score five today. So I thought that was good to see. And uh, this offense has just been on a roll here for, for a little bit. Um, and again, uh, I, I believe yesterday they, they snapped their – was it seven-game multi-home run streak, which was impressive? Got right back on the horse today, and, and hopefully they, they ride it out this weekend against the Marlins, who are coming to town. They were winners of six straight uh, heading into today. Um, but at this point, they are going to end up being winners of seven straight because they're up 9-1 against the Dodgers in the fifth inning. So uh, Marlins coming in playing good baseball. But uh, news broke before the game today. Jorge Soler on the IL with an oblique. And um, obviously him and he can make Citizens Bank Park feel even smaller. And Sandy Alcantara, who again the Phillies own. So, I mean, this isn't that big of a loss. But uh, he goes to the IL as well. They have not a 
announced any starters this weekend. Um, Skip Schumacher said before the game today that they're going to kind of uh, piecemeal this thing together and might be some openers. So look out for possibly some openers this weekend against the Phillies. But just frankly, I'm, I'm glad they're returning home. I'm, just, I'm, I'm very, very glad they're returning home. Get back in front of that crowd and, and continue the, the, the really positive momentum that they've been building uh, down at Citizens Bank Park. Chris Sanchez gets the ball on the mound on Friday night. So, you know, hopefully he gets back on the, the right side of things and continues to pitch his way into the play, into a possible playoff rotation, which is I'm still in I would start Chris Sanchez in the in the NLDS. Wouldn't start him in the wild card round. Um, but he's he's been impressive. And hopefully during down or down the stretch run here, he continues to do that. But either way, Phil's coming back home on Friday. I will have you for leading off and final out um, on Friday night, reacting to it all uh, here on WIP. Robbie Rob Ellis will take you through the rest of the night here on WIP. Francisco Rojas produced uh, the program tonight, did a great job, as always. I'll talk to you Friday evening and Friday post game on WIP. Enjoy the rest of your night.